Hi there, and welcome to Sheltered Journey, a place where parents and caregivers of children living with emotional, behavioral, developmental, and intellectual challenges can come anytime, anywhere to feel less alone, less isolated in their journey. A place where their experiences are shared, acknowledged, and honored. This is also a place for people who may not be on this particular journey, but who want to learn, understand, and be more supportive of the people in their lives who are on this path. You can listen to all episodes of this podcast by going to www.shelteredjourney.com. The episodes cover a variety of topics. For example, Episode 3, Telling the Story, is about the emotional toll of telling the same story about a particular incident or situation involving a child. Episode 8, The Blame Game, is about the blame that others place on parents and caregivers and the blame that we place on ourselves and the unnecessary pain and burden we may carry as a result. Episode 15, Let It Out, covers the importance of letting out emotions even the most difficult ones, in a safe place where our realities can be understood. Also at the website, you can show your support for my work on Shelter Journey with a donation that helps me continue to bring you new episodes each week. And be sure to subscribe or follow this podcast wherever you listen to episodes. Thank you. This episode of Sheltered Journey is called Resetting Ourselves. To reset is to give ourselves a fresh start. We often talk about giving ourselves a reset at the beginning of a new year. We reset by making different food choices, moving more, getting more sleep. Yet quite often, and despite our most valiant attempts, these resets or fresh starts don't last very long, especially if we vow to reset at the start of a new year, but not any time after that, say a month into the new year, three months into the year, eight months into the year, at the end of the year. I propose here that we throw away our calendars in terms of when to reset and allow ourselves a fresh start any time we need it. To me, this seems like a much more doable, realistic, and necessary goal. As the mother of a daughter living with emotional and developmental challenges and living on the roller coaster of emotions that shapes our daily realities, I need to reset a lot. Many times a day, in fact. And I think that is the case for many parents and caregivers of children living with challenges. When we feel as if we are on an endless loop of ongoing misunderstandings, disagreements, and fights with our children, romantic partners and spouses, extended family, and people who just don't understand the reality of this journey, an internal reset is much needed. 
when we find ourselves in one of the many appointments with doctors and therapists and teachers and school administrators, social workers, case managers, people within the court system, police, etc., we may need to give ourselves a reset to handle the stress of these meetings. When mental and physical exhaustion is our daily companion, a reset is certainly in order. So, how do we reset? Since we are all different people, the way we reset will be different as well. I was having a particularly trying day yesterday. Emotionally, I found myself bumping between bouts of anxiety, sadness, accompanied by crying fits, and frustration. It seemed that I couldn't find relief from this mix of difficult emotions. Yet I noticed that when I changed my environment, I felt a little better. And I'm not talking about something major here when I say changing my environment. Taking the dog for a walk gave me the reset I needed. The emotions that were making me very uncomfortable didn't suddenly disappear but the stroll and getting some fresh air in my lungs temporarily lessened the potency of the emotions, giving my mind a rest. So changing our environment might help. Going outside if possible. Or at least going to a window and looking up at the sky. Perhaps moving to a different room might help to reset. I think resets are particularly helpful when we are in the middle of an emotional storm. Being on this path often means that we are weathering emotional and sometimes physical storms much of the time. The most powerful reset for me in the middle of a storm is a deep breath, right where I am, right on the spot, no matter how upside down my world feels at the time. Relaxing into our breath helps because we may not notice that while in a stressful situation, our breathing changes. We often take small, shallow breaths, using our shoulders instead of our diaphragm to breathe. In this state, anxiety feels more intense. When we take deep, slow breaths, in through the nose, and breathing out slowly, we give our bodies a chance to relax. Physiologically, this type of relaxed breathing can lower our blood pressure and heart rate and reduce some of the stress we feel right on the spot. Another reset that I have is a lock on my bedroom door, which allows me to shut out the world and regroup. Sometimes all I have is a few minutes, but it's something and an important fresh start for me. As noted, we often find ourselves in countless appointments with people in some way connected to our child's care. And sometimes, oftentimes, these meetings are extremely stressful. Here is another time when we could use a reset. In this case, a reset might involve bringing along something that gives you comfort. Just like a child needs certain comfort items when they are away from home, 
we too, as parents and caregivers, need things to bring us comfort in stressful situations. You might bring a favorite piece of candy and pop it in your mouth at the start of the meeting or during the meeting if that brings you some relief. Listen to an inspirational song in your car, on the train, or bus on your way to the meeting. Bring some tea in a hydro flask or thermos and sip on it during the discussion if it brings you some comfort. You might write down some words from that inspirational song I just referred to or any words that bring you comfort. Write them on a pad of paper that you also would use to take notes during the meeting. When you feel overwhelmed, you can look down at the words to reset. You might simply write down the words, don't forget to breathe. You can also bring someone in your world who is a source of comfort to you to the meeting because sometimes just having someone that you know is there for you and only for your support can bring you some comfort. Meditation is also a helpful reset. There are many techniques that you can follow online and many helpful apps as well. I've heard great things about the Calm app, for example. You might also try the hand-on-the-heart technique. When you are in stress, take a few deep, relaxing breaths. Gently place your hand over your heart, feeling the slight pressure and warmth of your hand and the rising and falling of your chest. You might also reset by gently placing one hand on your cheek or cradling your face in your hands. Something that I do when I am feeling particularly lonely on this journey, and a lot of us feel very lonely on this journey, even when we have supportive people in our lives, I reset by giving myself a hug. I cross my arms in front of myself and gently squeeze. It gives me comfort. A shower or bath, if you prefer, is also a good reset. It can feel as if all crap is hitting the fan, but that few minutes standing under the steady flow of warm water from a showerhead can give your mind and body the break it needs. And as busy and chaotic as our lives can be, we may forget all about our resets. We may pledge to do them, and then they just fall off as we take care of all the different responsibilities of our lives or when we are in the middle of a heated exchange, when we want to collapse with exhaustion. So we need reminders. We can program them into our phone, for example. Perhaps every day at 5 p.m. you put in something like, don't forget to take a few deep breaths. Don't forget to look up at the sky. As parents and caregivers of children living with challenges, we need to reset. There's lots of ways to do so, and I've talked about a few of them here. Find a reset that works for you, or a few of them, and use them whenever you need them.
If you would like to share your story or you just want to say hello, feel free to email me at shelteredjourney at gmail.com. That's S-H-E-L-T-E-R-E-D-J-O-U-R-N-E-Y at gmail.com. Your privacy will always be honored and respected, and I look forward to hearing from you. Finally, I think that music is one of the most powerful resets in the world. I often end episodes encouraging you to listen to a particular song that gives you a boost and or brings comfort. But I've never recited the lyrics to a specific song. That is, until now. I'm going to read the lyrics from a song that gives me a boost. Well, not all of the lyrics, but just a particular part of the song that picks me up. The words are from the song, You Gotta Be, performed by the artist Desiree, and she also wrote the song along with the producer of the song, Ashley Ingram. The lyrics that really stand out to me are these. You gotta be. You gotta be bad. You gotta be bold. You gotta be wiser. You gotta be hard. You gotta be tough. You gotta be stronger. You got to be cool. You got to be calm. You got to stay together. All I know, all I know, is love will save the day. As parents and caregivers on this path, we have to be so many things on this journey. Bad, bold, wise, tough, cool, calm, and everything else. Do the best you can wherever you are and give yourself a reset whenever you need it. Thank you for listening to Sheltered Journey. Be well.